Hello everyone and welcome to the DJ and JD podcast. I'm Daniel James. And I'm Jared Dean. And today uh, I got the bucket hat on. We are ready to roll. Jared, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. We're here at our uh, Cottontown Studios in Forest, Virginia. Feeling pretty good. Got my uh, water next to me and Dan on the other side of me looking pretty sharp. Yeah, I got my sweet tea, my southern drink of choice. And, oh, uh, I forgot we had that. Dan just made some sweet tea this afternoon. Yes, I did. Yeah, so uh, just to give you guys an introduction to the podcast, this will be kind of like an informative podcast, giving some interesting news articles and, uh, I don't know, just information we kind of find throughout the week. And we'll discuss it, give our opinions on it, and, uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, we'll so, have some guests on from time to time. Have our roommate Dakota; he'll be on a little bit, giving his opinion. Um, maybe some other people. I yeah, don't know. we'll see. It's the first episode. Yeah. We'll know where it's gonna go. Yeah, we'll see. see. We'll see what you guys like. But um, right now we're thinking about talking. You know, a little bit about cars, a little bit about technology, a little bit about um, the coronavirus. Yeah, that. What is that? The coronavirus? Yeah. Never heard of that before. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a it's pretty a local thing. Only uh, only certain places have it. Okay, heard, well I'm so. I'm glad you'll inform me about what that is. Yeah, it's gonna I'm, be pretty interesting. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Um Well yeah. let's start let's start out with the uh, the electric cars, because electric cars are something I know me and you are uh, pretty passionate about. Not everyone's quite as uh, on the electric car train as we are. I do own half of an electric car. Yeah, for uh for your inf- listeners, for your information, he owns a uh, 2013 Chevy Volt. It's gray. So, it is gray. It's got some nice scratches on the side. It's still, it's still a very beautiful car, though. It wasn't from me. It was from whoever owned it before me. But That's what he wants to like. Hey, he wants you to think that. Well, you know, can't win them all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, the first story we have here is about um, Lucid Motors. So, Lucid Motors is a brand new startup. Um, they haven't really dropped any cars yet, but they are... Sorry, I'm just sending it over to Dan here so you can see the article. Um, they haven't officially shipped any cars yet, but they have released them. We got some pictures. Um, they r- recently released the $170,000... Sorry, $169,000. That's nice. Shout out to Elon Musk. <laughs> he would like that. <laughs> uh, Air Dream Edition. Um, and it's a pretty sweet looking car. I don't know what you think about it, Dan. But I'm, this might be a hot take, but I think it looks better than Tesla. What do you think? I don't really think that's a hot take. I think most people would say that. I mean, I'm assuming that this isn't the stock version of the car. If it is... Uh... The stock? Yeah, it's a stock version. What do you mean? Well, like the completely modded out version. Well, like, this is the highest end trim. Yeah, that's what. Is I'm that what you meant? You meant yeah. the base? Yes. No, it's, yeah, it's not the base. This okay. is the highest end trim. Yeah, model. I was gonna say. I mean, if this is the base model, then I don't know. What I'm gonna <laughs> say. Anyway, it's it's got some really cool rims on it. Um, looks a lot like a Tesla in the sense of door handles and stuff like that. But um, the front like grill part reminds me of like. I don't know, like the futuristic, like Daft Punk, 
uh, kind of like space visor. That is true. And looking over at the interior, it's got the. Uh, I I don't really understand how those um, what do you call those sun visors are attached. Yeah, I mean the fact they look like that they're uh, it's literally suction cupped <laughs> to the windshield. <laughs> yeah, it's literally an infinity roof, and the uh, the top like the windshield is like the complete top of the car as well. Um, that's really cool. Don't know how well that will hold up in a wreck. Yeah, you know that's a good point. I was wondering that because a lot of some of the Teslas, especially the uh, the Model X, also have these infinity roofs, and it just seems like if you get in any kind of rollover accident, I mean, you're gonna have like metal shooting up through and all kinds of stuff. It seems like it wouldn't be very safe, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm assuming that it is. I mean, they've it's got to be you know up to regulations and certain standards, um, but at the same time, like. It, even if it is, like, either way, you're going to have glass falling down on you if you're, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's cool. Just don't get in an accident. That's my two cents. Yeah, so going through the article, the rest of it, it has over 1,100 horsepower, goes 0 to 60 in 2.5 seconds. Um, this is for the, the top line. Um, so not quite as fast as a Tesla, but still pretty respectable. Um they say it will go between 475 miles and 517 miles on charge. That's yeah, pretty I mean, impressive. Sign me up for that. I mean, yeah. other than the price. Yeah. Um, so, in case if you guys didn't know, in case if you didn't know, Dan, but the um, the company Lucid is headed up by the former Tesla Model S chief engineer. So Very intriguing. Yeah. Very intriguing, Jared Dean. <laughs> yes sir um yeah i mean in terms of the interior um if you're just talking about like the control dashboard area it looks a lot like jared's 2013 civic um, you know you're not wrong there dan especially like the top half of it with the you know kind of display options here um really the big difference would be the screen down well i mean this one does have leather seats um i'm talking about the dashboard it does have a leather dashboard so <laughs> okay yeah it's got me there it's it also probably a nicer steering wheel i'm assuming that it has better buttons i would sure hope so for 170 <laughs> grand but yeah it's a nice car no it's it's definitely nice if i had 170 grand to spend on a car i would consider uh, purchasing uh this one yeah so tell me about the other electric car you had Yes, so the other electric Because this one's a little quirky. Yeah, this one is... um, So Lucid is newer to people in the U.S., um, but, you know, they're they're growing bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, The one that I... This one that I found is uh, called the Canoe Any Road. And they says they create... A unique hybrid between a city car, a sports recreational vehicle, and a modern pickup truck. And uh, we'll we'll link this these. Uh, All the articles, articles will be linked. In the, yeah, in the description. Description, yeah. Um, Show notes. But this one also looks ridiculous. It it looks like a cyber truck in a no, sense. Not yeah, really. Eh, it's of. got six wheels. Look, if I. <laughs> I mean, 
it kind of looks like a tank. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that that would be the a better description. But there. it kind of has like rugged, kind of like the door is like a piece of metal that's folded along one edge, just like the Cybertruck is, which is why it kind of looks. It yeah, reminds I guess it me is kind of kinda angular. It's not yeah. very uh, smooth. Angular. That's the word that I'm looking for. But I'm trying to figure out what's going on with those rims. That's that's what's got me. Yeah, they're all-terrain rims, Jared. They're, they're the most efficient. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so it has oh, an incredibly... It comes apart? Holy. Yeah. Someone That's didn't read the cool. article. Um, yeah, so... You send it to me, sir? Yeah, it's in your text messages. I sent it to you. Right oh, there. I'm sorry, folks. So anyway, yeah, up. so like the bed can come off... So it just leaves it with like a smaller bed, and that means that it's only on four wheels. But if you have the bed attached, you can easily turn like have the bed turn into pop up into a camper. Um, you know, I'm assuming with the bed popped off, it's probably a lot more efficient. I'm assuming. Yeah, um, probably. Obviously, easier to park. In the models, it shows that like you can detach the bed part of the truck and like prop it up and stay in it as like a camper. So like, you know, as if you were with any other truck with a camper, you know, like a fifth wheel camper loaded in, you could obviously take the truck off of that once you uh, hook it all up and stuff at your campsite. Um, but yeah i mean it's got uh there's not really too many details about it right now it's more well i was just noticing the one thing here is you can take the headlights out and use them as lights did you see that yes that's that's a quirk doug demiro would like that you know doug demiro dan yep you actually just introduced me to him the other day yeah i'm pretty disappointed that dan hadn't watched him before but um doug demiro is a youtuber known for his car reviews points out the quirks and i'm just saying if he got a hold of this thing he would uh i think that video would be about two hours long probably yeah yeah there's a lot of quirks with this one i mean this is cool i mean it's obviously um it's definitely a uh concept vehicle so yeah that's the uh canoe truck yeah pretty neat all right what else you got for us dan all right. Um, so f- some of you may know this, but other uh, others of you probably do not know this. Um, Jared and I do attend Liberty University, and um, just Thursday evening they sent out an email to campus-wide and um, stated that we will be going into a campus-wide quarantine for two weeks yep um and that's in an effort to kind of lower the spike of covid cases on campus so i guess last week we had only 40 cases among students and staff and it had jumped all the way up to 159 by saturday so you know in a week, it jumped up 119. Um, and 
I mean, it says the majority of infections um, are among students. Um, 35 cases are among staff. And uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, we lifted it, or we began this semester with lifted building capacity restrictions and distancing and mask requirements, um, and we don't require vaccination as of right now. Um, but we recently changed the protocol on Thursday to reenact the campus-wide qu quarantine, move classes online for two weeks until September 12th or 13th. 12th or 13th and um, to suspend large indoor gatherings but um, really they've just moved those from an indoor setting to the football stadium um, so we're not completely losing those we'll just be you know obviously more spaced out and outside um, so that's good at least we're not missing out on that the only thing I guess that we're really missing out on is um, in-person classes which kind of sucks but, you know, it's two weeks, and then we'll be back in the classroom, which is how I learn best. So kind of excited yeah, for that. I think anyone who says that they don't learn better in the classroom is a liar. Probably just lazy. Definitely do, yeah. But I heard that, Um, so supposedly Virginia Tech is also having the same problems with the, with the virus. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess the state of Virginia said that you have one of two options. You either have to require a vaccine or you have to do this quarantine period. And so Liberty chose the quarantine period. And I have no idea what Virginia Tech chose. Hmm. Interesting. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Liberty would get a lot of backlash if they did require the vaccine just because... Yeah, we were talking about this the other day. Like about how many how many students do you think percentage-wise are vaccinated at Liberty? I... I don't know. It seems pretty split. I mean... I know there's a lot of people who don't necessarily agree with the vaccine, but they still got it anyways because, you know, they're worried about vaccine passports and not being able to do certain things, and they're just like, eh, what the heck, I'll get it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, and I really, I would say 40 to 60% is vaccinated, I, I would guess. I would say it's definitely closer to that 40, but... Really? I would think so. I mean, I would say it's close to 50-50, but... Hmm. I mean... Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I feel like it probably slants yeah. one way or the other, which is why I said 40 to 60. But, yeah. I mean, maybe that information will come out public in, in light of this um, someday. So maybe we'll be able to tell you guys someday. But, yeah, that's pretty much uh, all I got about the Liberty University quarantine period yeah we're just gonna it'll stink we're gonna have to deal with it but i also wanted to i guess i'm, I'm just struggling a little bit why kids are going to get tested like it seems like if you just feel sick like just stay in your room like treat it like the flu or the cold like you're not gonna die from it like kids aren't going to the hospital yeah i but, mean unless you're like severely overweight or you have like some kind of health condition health condition yeah. you know i mean if you're a healthy 20 year old you're fine 
Yeah. For right. the most part, you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you feel like you're going to die, obviously, you know, go to the hospital. But, like, getting a COVID test does nothing. Like, yeah. The only thing it does is yeah. causes problems. Okay, you're positive. <laughs> now you, you're going to do the same exact thing that you were going to do if you never got tested. So, like, what yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. I'm not sure why people were choosing And, like, I, I get why, obviously, people were getting tested earlier before all this research came out. But, I mean... You know, obviously now we know the facts and the dangers of it, and it's like, unless you feel like you're gonna die, like you're probably gonna be fine. Like, I don't know, especially if you have the vaccine. I mean, supposedly you're not supposed to have very many, if any. Yeah. And you know, I didn't want to talk about this. Uh, looking at this picture, <laughs> this must be a. Oh, it says right here, 2015. I was looking back, and you see that Kmart in the background? Oh, yeah. I was like, that is definitely not there anymore. But, yeah, it says down here it's from 2015. I Just don't to... know what any of those businesses are in the background. Yeah, we're, we're talking about the picture um, that's on the article here of Green Hole there. Yes. Um, I think they – no, maybe not. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Um. Here, I got one for you. All right. Let's talk about the uh, T-Mobile hack. Okay. Yep. So a 21-year-old American hacked into T-Mobile. I'm going to send this over to you, Dan, but I'm not so sure you're going to be able to open it. That's unfortunate. Yeah. This is on the Wall Street Journal. So see what see what happens. Come on. Free version. Give me through. Hmm, yeah. Oh. You get a little bit. <laughs> I get a little snippet. All right, that's fine. So yes, this was pretty interesting. Um, T-Mobile, and I am a um, loyal T-Mobile customer. Want to point that out? Amen. Yeah, you're not a T-Mobile customer. <laughs> yeah, but I support T-Mobile customers. <laughs> so I'm a T-Mobile customer, and Dan is a T-Mobile customer supporter. Ow. Um. So. Yeah, so this this guy, uh, his name is John Bins. Um, he's a twenty two year old, twenty one year old American. Um, moved to Turkey a few years ago, and he was behind a security breach. And he pretty much, um, not exactly sure why he hacked into it, but he found out that it was incredibly easy to hack into. And he is uh, on quote saying that their security is quite bad at T Mobile. Okay, so Jared, as as a loyal customer of T-Mobile, and uh, quite frankly, me as a loyal supporter of T-Mobile customers, and first let's get your take on, you know, how is, how do you respect and be compl- give your complete loyalty to a company like T-Mobile when they obviously are quite faulty and quite frankly, just. Uh, unfitted with to be able to handle all of your precious data yeah you know dan i don't like the way you phrase that question because you made it sound like it's a bad thing so you but like we don't know being able to be hacked no but the problem with your question is is that it makes it you're implying that t-mobile is doing really bad things and not necessarily that it was just a really good hacker. So it's not negligence? No. Okay. 
I'm you know, sh- as you a know, loyal AT and T customer for about a week now, well, five days actually. AT and T would never allow such a thing. I mean, it, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. but it, this actually brings up a good point. Um, you know, uh, cybersecurity is a real threat, and I think a lot of businesses don't take it super seriously, and they really should, because this is people's private information that's getting. Um, sold well and you know for some businesses I, I wouldn't say that they don't take it seriously it's more of a lack of awareness no i think but that i mean t- companies like t-mobile companies it's like not. t-mobile they know but like you know i'm saying smaller businesses huh. no i think i think they know but they're just not putting in the correct safeguards to keep stuff out keep people out so you just... agree that they're being negligent yeah, that was that was I was kind of kidding earlier. Oh, I just didn't like the way you phrased the question, but I couldn't really. Well, I was being a little over dramatic. Yeah, just a tad. Do you have anything else to add to this? I mean, I can't read any more of the article, so. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, not really. It wasn't. I don't actually know if we were, if like my family would be my data. Sorry, would my family's data was involved in this um, hack. Um, it doesn't actually sound like he even sold took anything. anything. Yeah, I mean, some sometimes um, companies actually. I mean, this obviously wasn't the case, but um, sometimes companies actually pay people if they are able to crack into their, um, like hack into their uh, databases, and so that they can learn from that and then obviously be able to build and secure it better. Um, and the hacker will get like a cash reward. Now that's obviously not what happened here. This wasn't something planned and this wasn't like obviously something that they wanted to happen, like a controlled hack, I guess you could say. Um, but I think more companies should consider doing that. Um, I think it kind of works good for both parties. Hackers are obviously looking for money and, well, you know, trying to get money and, you know they enjoy a good problem solving experience and uh yeah you know obviously <clears throat> you're probably going to have to you know <clears throat> sorry everybody wow let me take some of my sweet tea <laughs> if we go back to the beginning of this summer when um that gas line pipeline that gas company thing got hacked yeah got hacked they had to pay a ransom anyways. And so you might have, and that, I guarantee you that's way more than they would have ha- paid someone if they had one of these hacking hackathon things where they pay hackers to uh, <laughs> try to find like loopholes in their security system. And so, like, I mean, if more companies just did that, it'll save you in the long run. You don't have the bad publicity. You, <clears throat> your customers feel more secure, safe with you having their data which means you'll in turn get more customers and it's just overall in my opinion at least it's worth it so yeah if there's any business owners out there maybe you should consider that i agree you should definitely take it more seriously because it is a huge problem so all right um this next article moving on we're going to switch it over to crypto here Ooh. You know I love me some good crypto. 
Yeah, so this is actually a pretty interesting uh, article, in my opinion. So, um, it's an article is talking about... Is this really that interesting, Dan? Uh, you know... You're making it sound pretty interesting. Well, if you're into crypto, it's interesting. If you're not, <laughs> maybe it's so interesting that you'll get into crypto. Okay. I'm really into crypto, even though I've lost hundreds of dollars in it so far. So, <laughs> Dogecoin did me dirty, bro. I yeah. didn't hold it long enough. Yeah. Anyway, long story. Okay, so <clears throat> this article is titled The Safest Way to Invest in Crypto for Those Who Don't Like Risk. There's And then the subtitle, There's more to crypto than going all in on Dogecoin, you know. Which is exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> for months. Um, yeah, and where is Dogecoin these days? I'd be curious. Yeah, Do you want to look that up real quick? Yeah, let's find out. We both hopped on that dogecoin um bandwagon and i was up i was up like three thousand dollars at one point in profit and then i neglected to sell it in time now what's your problem there dan yeah i stubbed my toe on my chair <laughs> all right well not all of us can be all right so um it's not doing awful it's at 28 cents that's pretty bad dan because it had been all the way at 70 and then it crashed down to like 20 and now it's been sitting there ever since yeah i'm aware I remember when so. I bought it at seventy cents, thinking it was still gonna go to a dollar. Wonder how our boy uh, oh, Upshot's doing. Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. It's, it hasn't really done. Okay, in the last month, in the last month, its highest point has been thirty-five thirty-five cents, hmm. which was a couple like a week ago, the sixteenth of August. It looks like. I'm pretty sure our guy uh, Upshot though predicted it was gonna be way higher than this. I think he was wrong on that. Well. Uh, See the the problem is is back earlier this year I had bought Dogecoin like a bunch of it I think it was like five hundred dollars worth I had eleven thousand shares at like an average price of like eight cents a share and our guy Upshod shout out up to Upshod by the way we'll link yeah, his uh, real big shout out yeah we'll link his channel in the description. Um, but anyway, he he was like, "Oh, don't sell it, don't sell it," and it it was like, pretty much like staying the same amount for like a month, month and a half, maybe even two months. And Jared had sold out of it at a profit. After two or three weeks, he just wasn't really too sure about it, and you know, it is kind of like a meme, you know, what meme coin, whatever you want to say. And so, you know, he sold out of it. He made a profit, you know, a modest profit, very modest. <laughs> and what were you, sorry, where were you a, going with that? Then? There's a little fruit fly in here. <laughs> ADHD much? <laughs> yeah. So Dan has not been officially diagnosed with ADHD, but we have our questions. Pretty sure. Yeah. Anyway, um, so. Uh, I was talking to Jared one night, literally like maybe four days, literally within a week of it going all the way to like 70 cents. And I was like, ah, I don't know, Jared, like maybe I should sell it. It's at like 10 or 12 cents right now. I'll get out of it. I'll make a profit. But like, I, you know, I, it hasn't really done much. I feel like it's just money sitting in there right now. And I felt like there was a lot more risk than reward at the time. So I sold it, and literally like a week later, it went up to seventy cents, and you know missed out on like two thousand dollars, or I don't know what the math was, but 
uh, missed out on quite a bit of money. But anyways, so we're going to talk about this article, the safest way to invest in crypto. And yeah, so it looks like this is interesting. It looks like um, they are kind of crypto is kind of getting uh, mutual funds. Got mutual funds in the stock market. Now they have crypto funds. Um, so that's like a collection of different cryptos that are managed by a fund manager, and it seems like a pretty safe way to invest if you're looking to invest in some crypto. Yeah, if you believe in the crypto market as a whole. You know, that, you know, cash will eventually, you know, not be as big, you know, blah, blah, blah. By cash, you decentralized. Yeah. And, like, decentralized, um, you know, money, currency, system, whatever. Um, If you believe in that sort of thing and you, uh, you know, but you don't know which, uh, you know, crypto, obviously there's Bitcoin. That one seems like a pretty good one to put your money into but at the same time transactions take you know what is it like 12 minutes or something yeah i think it kind of varies depending on the crypto but or the blockchain that they use yeah but, but yeah it, it it's not instant it's like not. you know as if it were, were like a bank or a credit card or something so yeah. um you know dogecoin that's pretty much instant which is why i'm kind of a fan of it um the problem with that is that it's not really decentralized. It kind of is, but I mean, one person owns like 25% of all the Dogecoin, so that's not really decentralized. That's like someone owning 25% of all the currency in the U.S., which would be like trillions and trillions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so when you put it like that, it's not decentralized at all. I mean, I think the most wealthiest person in the United States is... Uh, what is the wealthiest person in the U.S.? Not sure. You have to look that up. I think it's Jeff Bezos, but... I don't know how many billions he's got. Um, $177 billion. So, I mean, he's not even... Yeah, he's not and even... that's net he's... worth, too. So. Yeah. And so he's not even close to, like... I mean, it'd be probably hundreds of trillions. How many dollars are in regulation? In, in what? In circulation, you mean? Yeah. It's in circulation. That'd be 1. a lot. $1.2 trillion, I guess. Okay, so that's less than I thought. So a trillion dollars, for those of you who don't know, is a thousand billion. So I guess Jeff that, Bezos... That doesn't really make a lot of sense, $1.2 That's what it says. Huh. Does that mean in hard cash? Not in any, like, electronic. That was in July of 2013. Still. Huh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've printed more cash. I mean, obviously, you know, cash gets ripped up, you know, on accident, damaged, and stuff like that. But we have been printing more than is getting destroyed, which is why inflation rates are rising right now. We've been doing that for the past few years, so... I don't really know exactly how many trillions of dollars, but you can say maybe, maybe one. I would say up to one point five trillion dollars. I would say probably no more than that. Um, so I mean, it, if that was the number, then Jeff Bezos would have about a little over ten percent of all the of Dogecoin. Yeah, if you were to put it in Dogecoin, you know, and obviously someone has. 
30% of all of the Dogecoin. So that's three times. So that means that that person would be three times richer than Jeff Bezos, which is obviously kind of insane. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So kind of holding on to that, uh, uh, it's not really crypto, but investing stuff. I found this interesting article just talking about, um, how a lot of people have been getting investing advice off of something called Reddit. If you heard of Reddit, Dan. Yes, that's where I get all my Kanye information. Yeah, Shout what? out West Suburber. So let me just uh, put this disclaimer out. Uh, Reddit is not necessarily always the most accurate of information because anyone can post anything on Reddit. So Wait a second. I thought that's how you knew that you were getting the most accurate information because anybody can change and say anything at any time. I didn't follow that. That's how you know that you're getting the most accurate information. It's always updated. Yeah, but the information that is updated may not be accurate on Reddit. You're just a hater. <laughs> I may be, but it, I'm just it kidding, is a little bit, way. it is interesting. It's um, a Michael Scott thing, if you don't know, it's, uh, I think, or, I don't know. They were talking about Wikipedia and how that's, never mind, ignore me. Okay. Um... Yeah, it's just talking about how uh, yeah people are, you know, looking back to GameStop, AMC, that kind of stuff. People are just using, a, they're really using Reddit. Um, if you look here at this graph, subscribers to Reddit's um, Wall Street Bets, um, since 2020, they've gained, whew, looks about 9 million subscribers. I am one of them. Reddit. Are you really? Heck yeah, bro. No, look. I bought GameStop when it was like a hundred bucks. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, Dan. It was too late for that too. I have some knowledge of the financial markets. I am an account accounting major. I have to say that's just not smart to be getting your investment advice from Reddit. Look, I I'm good with finances as well. I'm a business <clears throat> student at Liberty University, and I oh, have my very there, own Robinhood account. Okay. I like to invest. <laughs> so Dan's trying to steal my thunder here. I think he feels bad now. But um, you can listen to the person with the higher GPA. So This might just be the JD podcast after this. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's there's not a whole lot to say on that. I, I just thought we would have a little more conversation, but it seems like our conversation on that is not going anywhere. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll put in some real input. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, obviously the Wall Street Journal doesn't want Wall Street bets to do well because it's Hold up, is this a conspiracy theory? Why are you talking about the publication now? They're mad at Wall Street bets because they're doing a better job of predicting good stocks. Now and listen, Dan, why The Wall Street would, Journal, you have to pay a subscription for. Wall Street Correct. bets, that's free. That's free. That's good information that I get for free. It's so, fake information. <laughs> that's what they want you to think. That's the truth. Not all of it's fake, but anyone can put anything on there, so you don't know. Yeah, but there's mods and top posters, and you know you get a little sticker thing. 
next to your name. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're talking Reddit language. I don't speak Reddit. Exactly. uh, So how can you be educated about Wall Street bets? How credible they are. (laughs) Because it's Reddit. I'm not... It's the... When you have people that can post anything, it's not all accurate. People are dumb. They're not going to post accurate information. You know that. Come on. That's facts. Especially people that know stuff. So now you agree with me. Two seconds ago, you didn't agree with me. If nobody changed their opinion, then... All right, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) How would the world operate? I think that was all the articles we had, wasn't it? Oh, no. I got two more. Oh, Dan's got more. All right, Dan. What you got for us? All right. So real quick, um, you know, we we like sports here uh, at DJ and JD's show. Um, Sorry. And just real quick... uh, Earlier today, a report came out that the Dolphins emerged as a frontrunner for Deshaun Watson, who um, is the quarterback for the Houston Texans yeah. as of right now. I almost said the Texas Texans. That's what they should be called. Oh, boy. Um, why? Because they're from Texas. Texas Texans. They're yeah. from Houston. Yeah, where's Houston, Dan? In Texas. But yeah, like... Texas Texans. They should be, that's what they should be called. All right. Um, ignore him. Yeah, so, uh, the, uh, well, the problem with, uh, Watson right now is he doesn't want to play for the Texans, and he's made that very clear, and he also has many, um, sexual allegations against him. Yeah. Um, he currently has 22 active civil lawsuits. (laughs) Reportedly, 10 criminal complaints alleging sexual misconduct. Um, And they are all by different masseuses who say that he uh, kind of coerced them into doing things or tried to coerce them. Wait, what did you say? Masseuses? Isn't that what they are? Oh, like massage specialists. Oh, I didn't know what you were talking about there. Which is weird because, like, you'd think, like, if, you know, like, you'd get a massage from the same person. Um, if, you know, but apparently he kept going to different people and why is that? Maybe because he made them feel so uncomfortable that they wouldn't take him back as a customer or, you know, I guess. Huh. Um, yeah, so that's obviously, uh, pretty sad if, (laughs) if true. Um, I mean, there are 22 different women that say that this type of behavior has happened to them so i don't know i mean all of his teammates say that he's a great guy in the locker room and you know i don't who knows what to believe they're currently doing an investigation on all of that but i mean i find it kind of hard to believe that 22 women would lie about that or falsify that um if it was just a few that maybe collaborated to get some money then maybe but 22 is a lot so not too sure about that. We'll leave it up to the investigation. But, um, yeah, so, anyway, Dolphins emerge as a front runner for Deshaun Watson. Um, but the Texans want a lot for him. And a little bit later today, another article came out that the report the Dolphins reportedly balk at the high price for Deshaun Watson. So they're asking for at least three first-round picks and two second-round picks. Wow. Um, so, I mean, you're really mortgaging your future on... He is one of the best, who... though. Um, I, I, 
I think he is one of the best yeah. in the league. He's definitely good. It's just, you know, I mean, obviously he could be suspended, kicked out of the league. You know, he could, you know, go it's to true. jail or prison. I don't, I don't even know what would happen to him if, you know, those allegations turn out to be true. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be – it's a lot to give up for someone who has a lot of question marks around him at this time. Yeah. Um, so – all right, and then the last article of the day. Um, we got some iPhone news. Yes, we do. Yeah. You know it's coming up. That isn't September 13th, iPhone day, pretty sure. Thanks when the new ones launch. Oh. Um, Check this out. Yeah, so we're on uh, Mac this, rumors, uh, yeah. which is I incredible. think we forgot to tell them some of the uh, sites we were using, but... Uh, all for the, the links part, will be in the description. Yeah. Wall Street Journal. Um, I think I had... NBC News. And Hypebeast. I used one from. So, DMARGE. Yeah. Sports Illustrated. Pro Football Talk. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll link them down below, but yeah. that's kind of the publication we're using here. Anyway, so this one's from Mac Rumors. Um, yeah, so there have been some issues. Oh, this isn't about the iPhone 13. I thought this was about the iPhone 13. No. This is dumb. Why are we talking about this? Well, it's just real quick, you know. Um, I just got an iPhone 12 literally uh, Tuesday. Yeah, how you like it, Dan? I actually, you know, it... So, I, <laughs> well, I was going to say, I got the iPhone. You Wait, did you say the iPhone 13? Because you did not get the iPhone 13. You got the iPhone 12. I think I said 12. Did you say 12? I, I might be uh, hearing things. I anyway, um, I got the iPhone 12 not too long ago. We actually have the exact same phone, finished in blue. It looks pretty sweet. I like it. Um, this is a podcast, Dan, and the listeners can't see your phone. Sorry. Put that down. Um, Maybe someday. Hint. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Dan. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Anyway, um, yeah, so I, I'll be honest. I went from an iPhone XR, which was like the, uh, it was when the uh, XS came out. It was like the budget. It was like the cheap version of the 10. Yeah, so it had like the worst display and stuff, but it's still... a single camera. Yeah. Single rear camera. But still had the notch and everything and stuff. Anyway, I was... So I went from that to the iPhone 12 and I was kind of underwhelmed. It's really not that different. And I think that's something Apple needs to uh, fix with the iPhone 13. They've got to make it quite a bit more exciting because the iPhone 12 is a bit boring but i don't know what do you think about it dan well so to give you guys some uh insight last summer i my i I had the iphone x um dropped it and the screen didn't crack or anything but the face id broke so it wouldn't recognize my face and i just found that to be so annoying little did i know that like we're gonna need to wear masks anyways all the time so it didn't really matter but Anyway, found it annoying, so I sold it and bought an iPhone 11, and I returned that, but the ultimate thing that I loved about the 11 was the ultra-wide lens. Loved that thing. And um, when I returned it, I bought an iPhone XS Max, um, which is the upgraded version of the iPhone X and the biggest screen size. Loved that thing. Um, you know, still do love it. Uh, I gotta go trade that in. But 
Um, my family switched to AT&T last weekend or a couple weekends ago. Finally got my iPhone 12 in the mail and so um, I'm happy that I have my ultra wide lens back because the XS Max did not have that. Yeah, that is one nice thing about the phone. Um, I love that. Um, I, you know, I really enjoy the box, you know, the boxy. Yeah, that's nice. But just the overall usability. Like, you don't really think about that when you're using it. Yeah, I mean, the it colors. feels the, the same. The dark colors are a lot darker. Like, the that screen is, is way better. Screens. I wouldn't say way better. I don't know. The problem For is, is if you, don't, if you don't see them side by side, you don't think about it. I, I think about it every time I turn this thing on. I love this screen. I don't know what it is. Okay. Well, I had a pretty crappy screen. Maybe it's just because it's a new phone. phone so maybe I'm just like, I don't know. But, um. Yeah. Probably your wallpaper. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit smaller, but I mean, I didn't get the Max model, obviously. You know, I didn't get the Pro Max. So. Yeah, I think that's where we differ a little bit. I am a very big, smaller phone guy. Well, Jared, okay. We, we use our phones differently. That's true. I. I'm not a huge iPhone user. I use my phone mainly for uh, the telephone and the uh, the email. <laughs> okay, Jared is such a dad when he uses his phone, but I mean, it's kind of weird because I'm a big tech guy, but I don't really enjoy social media at all. I don't really enjoy the, the mobile phone games. And I don't really enjoy watching anything on the mobile phone. I like to use larger screens for my content consumption. So, in other words, the only thing I really use my phone for is texting, calling, alarms, camera, and DuckDuckGo-ing. Because I no longer use Google. Boycott Google. It's a hashtag, hashtag boycott Google. I agree with that, but I also don't like DuckDuckGo because... Dan, have you used it? Have no. you used it? Well, not recently. No. It works great. I highly recommend ooh, Highly recommend everyone go install DuckDuckGo. It's great. We're, we're getting a little bit off topic. We're not getting off topic. This I, I is love a really to important use topic. my phone. I love to watch YouTube on my phone. I yeah, think I kind of prefer it over the laptop. <gasps> I know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But, um... Idiot. You know, so obviously having a bigger screen to watch videos on, I really enjoy that. Um, also, not too big of a gamer, but I do play Trivia Crack now. Just got back into that. So if you're trying to crack, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, so you sent me that. You want, you're want? you trying to get me downloaded now, too. Yeah. I'm trying, to, trying, <sighs> trying to crack with all my friends, bro. Show them how smart I am. Hey, don't do crack. Don't do drugs, kids. Only The only crack you should do is Trivia Crack. Okay. Or Christmas crack. Christmas right, crack. We're, we're way, way, way off top. Anyway, so there was on this iPhone 12 some no sound problems. I really don't know why Dan's talking about this. Yeah, it's I forgot that we even uh, were supposed to be talking about this. But yeah, real quick, um, a very small percentage of iPhone 12 and 12 Pro models may experience some sound problems. You know what, Dan? I don't think that I don't think the listeners really care about yeah, this. Yeah, you guys probably don't care. But if your device is broken, um, you can you bring can it to Apple it. support and they will wow. uh, do wow. a mail-in repair for you. Shocker. I think that they should give you a credit as well. I mean, with a company as big as Apple, you know, for them to have, like, an issue like this and to just be like, oh, well, we're just going to inconvenience you and have your phone uh, be shipped to us for, you know, take two days to get it here, fix it, you know, a couple days to fix it, and then two days to ship it back. Like, 
for oh well we're fixing it for free well it should have already been fixed so i think that they should give you some kind of credit um reimbursement of some sort something um i mean it's their fault and it's an inconvenience to you so and apple definitely has the money to do it obviously so i mean whether it's a discount on you know maybe an upgrade if they're like hey well you only have the 12 we'll give you a discount if you want to just upgrade to a new phone you know do that i don't know you know but i guess uh, that was my only argument was just that you know kind of annoying that they don't give their loyal customers any kind of incentive okay for their mistake which is you know a lot of big companies do that now and it's just totally irresponsible I mean, <laughs> getting into my business side you know talking about ethics here um ethics this is not an ethics question in class it should be that's the problem why isn't it all right i think that's a perfect way to end this uh first episode of the podcast um we're gonna try to get better here Dan, I think, went on some long speaking things. I don't really know what he was saying, but that's okay. We'll work on that. The audience can feel free to stop me at any time. Yeah, I don't think they can do that. But anyway, so yeah, check out the uh, the show notes for all the um, articles linked down below. And uh, send us in your feedback. And so yeah, this has been the uh, DJ JD podcast. Is that what we're calling it here? DJ and JD. DJ and JD podcast. And, and you got to say it really fast so that it like goes together. Like really DJ and JD podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the DJ and JD podcast. Okay. All right. Airing uh, every Monday. Maybe. Hopefully. We'll see. At 8 a.m. 6 a.m. For the commute. Yeah. For the morning commute. Yeah, 6 a.m. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.